This episode is made possible by Armoire. I love genius companies founded by women, and Armoire is one of them. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days, and then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. To me, Armoire Armoire solves so many issues I struggle with today, the biggest one being accumulation of stuff. Let's face it, women want to feel on trend and fresh in their clothes, so we like to shop for new clothes often. But I also get overwhelmed when I have too much to choose from, which happens after years of shopping. I forget what clothes I have and I end up wearing the same thing over and over. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion and then send it back. Whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to brave a department store fitting room with those unflattering fluorescent lights again. Trust me, your overly cramped closet and the environment will thank you. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash heel. That's A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash heel to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Heal Podcast. I'm Kelly Noonan Gorris, and every week I speak to the leading doctors, healers, spiritual teachers, and scientists to find out what is truly possible when it comes to healing. I also interview real people with extraordinary healing stories. My philosophy is what's possible for one is possible for all. And I've discovered on my journey that so much more is possible than we can begin to imagine. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Heal Podcast. I am beyond over the moon thrilled with my guest today, uh, Miss Rhonda Byrne, the creator and the executive producer of The Secret and the book, The Secret, which has just taken the world by storm and was on the New York Times bestseller list for I think over 200 weeks, the top of the bestseller list. I mean, she's just sold 34 million copies and her work, your work, Rhonda, has changed my life um, and was, was a big precursor, honestly, to me making Heal. So it is a long time coming, but I just really appreciate you coming on the show and telling us about The Secret. Oh, well, thank you so much. That makes me really happy if, uh, if it inspired you because Heal is fantastic. So, And I just think the more people that can get out there and talk about the truth, uh, the world will be way better for it. So, um, but it's such a joy to be here. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, such a joy. So yes, The Secret, I watched The Secret, I think in 2007. 
And I started to apply the gratitude journaling. You know, obviously I shifted my perception of life. I was like, whoa, we aren't victims of life. We are co-creators. And that was so empowering. And I, the practice that I put into um, right away was gratitude journaling because I've always been a writer. So I was writing as if I had the things that I desired and I did it. And I'm in three months, I manifested this job that I didn't even know existed. And all of a sudden I was making the money and, and getting, you know, the things that I was, you know, dreaming about in my, and giving thanks for in my journal, I was able to access now with this new job. It was wild. So I, I became a believer and, you know, my <laughs> life was proof that it works, you know? Yeah, I was a believer, boy, I'm a believer, big time. <laughs> and even if I think about to go back to when we first made The Sacred and when we were making the documentary, we were at the very same time practicing it. At the, so making mistakes and then getting it right and all of those kinds of things. But if I think back to then and then think about my journey from then to now, and how much more that I've come to understand, it's just, it's way more. <laughs> you know, now I don't believe, now I know. Now yeah. I know. It is absolutely it. If you want to have a really good life and just do and be and have all the things you want to have, it is all based on mental and emotions so it's that you know it's not hard it's that easy and somehow people kind of sabotage themselves and so every day more people become freer and, and that's what I dream about <laughs> well I'd like to go back to the very beginning I think it was you know as I was taking notes it was September 9th at like nine o'clock or <laughs> the great <laughs> awakening 999 <laughs> um yeah and what I, I'd love for you to tell that story of, of, you know, the awakening to the secret and then knowing you had to share it. Um, and then I have some questions because I'm in awe of how just with that, I want to know more about the awakening and then how mm. the, the conviction that you had, you yeah. know, in spite of having no evidence to believe that at the time. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, yes. Okay. So let's go to the story first and then we can go to the conviction so 2004 was a really rough year for me and um, it, it kind of began with my father um, dying suddenly on the 1st of March and my parents just had the greatest love affair I've ever seen and so it was devastating to wake up one day and then just like that he's, he was gone. And my mother was in such grief. And that year I was, I had a, have a, had a production company and that year we were making documentaries. Well, actually, no, they're more like kind of films, but on unsolved murders of all things, yeah. <laughs> of all things. So we had six of those going and I had heaps of crews and edit suites and everything. And we really prided ourselves on the fact that we had amazing teams of people and the production values of everything that we made and how we treated our staff, except with this, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I mean, I was in a, on a frequency of grief. And, um, and so, 
you know, if I think about it, I probably was the cause of all of, of all of it. But everything that went wrong, that everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And I was sleeping on edit suite floors and I wasn't seeing my family. I wasn't seeing my friends. Um, health was in a really bad way. And then on the 9th of September, um, I got a phone call from my accountant saying, you're going to lose everything in 30 days because you've gone over budget. <laughs> $2 million over. I mean, it makes it sound like I had millions of dollars around me. I didn't. How could be $2 million in debt when I... And, uh, and he said, you lose everything. And I was just like, I fixed everything my whole life. You know, if there's been a problem, oh, yeah, I'll fix it. And this was just overwhelming. Like, your whole life flashes before you. And I hung up the phone, and it was a hard line at that time. Oh, gosh. I hung up the phone. <laughs> and as I hung it up, it rang again, like immediately, right? And so I thought it was him back. And it was my mother, but I couldn't even recognize her voice. She was so grief-stricken. And she said she can't go on. And, um, oh, gosh. And so I talked to her for a while. She lived a long way away from me. I told her I'd be there in the morning and I talked her through until I felt she was she was good. And then I hung up from her and here I had two things that I just couldn't fix. Like, how could I fix these things? So I remember I was in an apartment. I stepped out onto the balcony and I just went into absolute despair, like, and I've thought about that moment so many times because I think what I did was I completely and utterly surrendered. I just, it was too much, you know, it was all too much. And I, I was weeping, weeping. And my my daughter saw me and came out and said, what's wrong? And I didn't really want to go into it. I just said, oh, some things have gone wrong. And she disappeared. She just went, oh, you know, she was like, um to, what would she have been teenager early 20s or something like that and anyway she just shrugged her shoulders disappeared came back with this crumpled up um photocopied lump of paper with a bulldog clip on it and said here read this it'll help i mean pasa. So, right? and what's <laughs> what's more I went inside, I sat on the, I staggered to the actual edge of the sofa and I started reading it and my tears were hitting the paper and the ink was running and everything and I'm reading this in one and a half hours, my life had totally changed. Everything that I believed was true was I knew was not and that book, everybody's thinking, what was it that you read? <laughs> and we have it um, to download. It was a book from 1910, I think it was, by Wallace Wattles. And it was The Science of Getting Rich, which was about getting rich in life. And I, I, when I finished that book, I understood way more than was in that book. Mm -hmm. You know, like way more. I just, I knew so much. Um, but anyway, that was the beginning. And basically what I did from there was I read every one of Wallace Waddle's books. I then looked to see who was his mentor. Then I read every book of his mentor. 
And then I looked to see who that person's mentor was. And I read every book of theirs. And I went back through history, mentor, 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 until I got to, um, well, I went all the way back to the Emerald Tablet, which was thousands of years BC. Pretty far, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just kept going back through history. And, um, and so that was what I did first. I didn't talk to anybody about it. And then I just kept researching. And it was amazing because wherever I looked, I saw it. You know, in all religions and teachings, and I could see it was everywhere. But if you didn't know what you were looking for, or you didn't know what it was, you would you would completely miss it. And so, um, and I knew then, like I I I thought about all the people that I knew, and I looked out at the world, and I'm like, so few people know this. No one knows this. I was like, no one knows this. And so I just was determined that I would share it with the world. And I mean, had a production company. So I did have a way of right doing that. And so the first thing I did was I went to my accountant who said I was going to lose everything in 30 days. And I said to him, we're about to make something that's going to change the world. Ooh. I need you to keep me afloat. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're gonna do, but you have to keep me you have to keep me afloat so I can make this. And um and you know, to this day, I really don't even know where the money came from. I like it just when we needed money to pay the team, I would suddenly get a check from a UK show that we made and they'd done repeats or something, and it was enough to pay the team, you know, and um so that was the beginning of the most exciting, incredible journey of my life. Mm. And everything that happened in the making of it could make the best ever movie. <laughs> I bet. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Please, please make that movie too. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting because I know a lot of people that that resonated with The Secret, but then try to apply it and get stuck. And I think for me just in researching, having you come on, because the secret was such a huge part. Like I watched it, changed my life. And then I was like, when when I started learning about co-creation and how it had to do with health and epigenetics and we're not victims of our genes, um, I, I literally was like, everybody has to know this. And then I read Anita Morjani's story of, you know, yeah, how, she, you know, the near-death experience and how her physical body was as far gone as it could possibly be. And with yeah. a shift in consciousness, she came, boom, and and healed. So I was like, so much more is possible. And yeah. I, like you, I was like, I just have to make this film. Everybody needs to know this. Right. And, but as, and so I applied it to my life and I do, apply, but then I feel like, I feel like that I forget, like, I know how powerful it is and I've manifested an amazing, incredible life. But then I've had like one of the toughest years of my life have gotten derailed. And just in the, like, mm. you know, days leading up to this, just getting back absorbed into your work and getting out your manifestation deck and pulling cards. And I was just like, oh my God, it's so easy. But then, then this morning happens and something like last night, I was so inspired. I was like, oh my gosh, this is knowing. And as you're talking about it, you know, we, it's almost like a remembrance. Like we're remembering who we really are and we're remembering how it really works. And, and so I got so excited last night and I felt so empowered 
And then I woke up in the morning and this has been happening to me for every interview, like something derails me to teach me the exact lesson to go talk about in the interview. So like, I just got knocked off by this, you know, kind of intense conversation this morning. And then I went to tennis and I couldn't get it out of my head. So I played bad tennis and I was like thinking of you and I'm like, okay, how do I get back to the positive thoughts? Like this is how, so I was just like consciously being aware, but then still struggling on how to get back to positivity and wanting to feel good. And then on the way to this interview, like something, you know, a work issue came up that was total mercury and retrograde. And I was just like, the stress was coming. I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. is, this is, you know, how do we not forget this? You know, um, when, when life throws you something that sends you into fear or terror, like how do we pull ourselves out of it? I think that people struggle with the, people struggle with um, the belief and because they get caught in the how, like, how is this going to happen? How is this going to get better? How is this yeah, right. that's good, you know? Right. Yeah. Look, I think because um, there are various levels and the sacred, I think, is the very first step to absolute freedom. And um, and that there is a level that's beyond beyond that as well, which is which is we can talk about that or or not. But um, but with with the secret, you you you're dealing with the mind. Okay, and the mind is a slippery little sucker um, because it will, I don't know, it, it thwarts every single person. Everyone's, everyone has a mind and everyone has that chatter going on and on and on. And so when something really tricky comes along or something challenging comes along, I mean, the mind just loves that energy, loves the emotional energy, loves the stress. You know, and the mind is also bringing the emotion. I mean, it, it is our thoughts and emotions. So it's bringing all of that and you, you can just feel everything in your body, like every cell in your body is feeling stressed. And the way to get around that is to be practicing every day, you see. Because if you're practicing every day, you're retraining the mind to be picking out the positive instead of the negative. You're also changing your frequency going up, 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 because the kinds of things you were talking about, you know, they were just all on that really stressful frequency. So when you had one thing wrong, like on, and, and you went down with it, then on that frequency, all of those other things. Yeah. And you just get them like one after the other, after the other. And so, so that you're not down on that down on that frequency. Um, if you're practicing every day, if you're doing like gratitude every day, or whether you're writing it down, or whether you're reciting it, whether you're doing affirmations, um, visualization, or it's just so. When we're working from the mental plane, it's so important to maintain it, because if we don't maintain it, then we, we will slip and we will have trouble with something that comes along. So the way to avoid all of that is to be practicing. And, you know, it's kind of cumulative. So, so you don't have to, like, you don't have to be sitting down doing gratitude every morning. But in the beginning, you do. In the beginning, I would say, absolutely. Like uh, what I used to do when we were making the secret was I would not get out of bed 
until I had tears of gratitude in my eyes. So I would go through all the gratitude of all the people that I'm grateful for and everything I'm grateful for. And then when I had tears in my eyes, because I knew then that I really released resistance and that I'd had a complete meltdown and that my frequency was incredible to go ahead and make the sacred. And so, yeah, that was what I did. And I did it every day. I don't, I don't do it these days, but I do, you know, say thank you as I walk to the bathroom and, you know, and, and if something goes a little pear shaped in my life, immediately I do gratitude. Uh, just immediately. So, so when we are working from the mind, we it's just a program that is all it is. And so when we're working from the mind, we really need to be putting the positivity in. And then you just won't have the same reaction when something comes along. It won't affect you in the same way. You won't see it as such a big problem. It'll just be water off your back. And the one thing is for sure, you won't have all the other things that follow. Like it just won't be the same severity. Like I was so aware of my frequency and that I needed to feel good to make the secret that if I woke up and I was sort of a bit, you know, wasn't feeling good, I didn't look at my emails and I didn't answer my phone because I knew that on that frequency... <laughs> things can come in wow. and I didn't want them. And so I would just sit down and I would do gratitude or I'd do whatever until I felt really good. Then I would look at my emails. Then I would answer my phone. I think now's a good time to tell you about my dear friends over at Organifi. This is an awesome company that makes some of the best tasting superfood juices out there. They have something for everyone, whether you're looking for support with weight loss, clarity, energy, hormones, sleep, and more. I love Organifi's green juice because it's an easy and delicious way to ensure I'm getting my alkalinizing greens in every day. And I really love that they go above and beyond to ensure quality and safety with all their products, even testing for things like glyphosate residue. This is super important because Organifi also has a delicious green juice for kids that I give to my daughter called Easy Greens. Easy Greens is packed with a variety of superfoods and veggies that are essential for children's growth and development. I'm so grateful that my daughter loves the taste and loves drinking her green juice like her mama because I know she's getting her nutrition even when my chef skills don't go much beyond mac and cheese and burgers. Organifi works hard to keep their prices as low as possible so more people can access health and healing and I'm here to help with that as well. When you go to Organifi.com heal and check out their collection, make sure you enter my discount code heal and you'll save an additional 20% off. Once again, that's Organifi.com heal and remember to enter the word heal, H-E-A-L, as your 20% off savings code. It's so great because you really, we, with the power to be a co-creator in life comes responsibility. So you're taking yeah. full responsibility for what frequency you are on. And that takes mm -hmm. practice, especially if you're starting later in life to develop those habits of, just practice the awareness capacity to know what you're feeling, to know when you're triggered, to know what you're thinking, or when your thoughts get, you know, train barreling down the track of negativity. And so it's so great to have that responsibility because if you if you are in that frequency and then you open an email and it's you know spiraling mm -hmm. the the wrong way, you're blaming other people and then you're gonna you know and you talk about blame and how all of a sudden whatever you're projecting onto someone else you're manifesting for yourself. You are, yeah. Because if you if you if you're blaming someone else, you're 
you've just ordered up some blame for you. Right. You know, <laughs> so because for law for for law of attraction or whatever you want to call that mechanism that is in place with our mind and thoughts, there's only one, you know, it's only operating through the thoughts that are coming through you and but through that person too. But for law of attraction, there's just this one. There's this one. And so blame brings blame. Yeah. You know, joy brings joy. Sadness brings sadness. I mean, it's, you know, it's tricky when you get when you get in those lower frequencies, you know, to try and try and get yourself up and out of them. And I mean, there's two ways to do that. And one is to is to like do gratitude or think about all of the things that will sort of gradually lift you up. And the other one is to make friends with the emotion mm. and to totally accept it and just completely put your arms around it and it will dissolve. Yeah, which our tendency is to resist. That's right, yeah. So to be okay with it. Um, yeah, the resistance is what accelerates it. The, the resistance intensifies it. The resistance guarantees us it's going to come back through mm -hmm. another circumstance. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's so interesting. Um, yeah, and same with the yeah. victimhood. You know, we get stuck in victimhood, which then takes us out of the power position of being co-creator with life, and we're you know we're giving our power away to someone yeah. different to us. And I think it's so you know, to get out of that, we really have to believe that the universe is a benevolent uh, intelligence and it's for mm -hmm. us and ev all of our circumstances, however painful um, or challenging or traumatic, all was meant to be to lead us to this moment. And I know you talk about that. So for people that are stuck in a, in a you know, battling a disease or in financial ruin, um, how do we remind them or how do we remember that everything is truly happening or on track everything is on track always this is one of your cards <laughs> your beautiful know, manifestation cards. how do we right. believe that in the moment I know it can be really challenging it can be challenging for the mind you know the mind probably isn't going to believe isn't going to believe it but the greater part of us knows it is the absolute truth and for a start, for me, I know there's no such thing as death, you know, and I knew that when I read that book. And um, so I, I know there's no death. Cert most certainly the body ends, but the consciousness of us never does. We're eternal. And so we're, we're in it for the long, long, long haul. Uh, so even, you know, with even with a diagnosis, like all of us are going to have to drop this body at some time or another. You know, but it isn't the end, as you know, as, as you know very well with Anita Murangi, I think her story was in was incredible. So so that kind of there's an easing there already. But when we're when we get all tense and we're resisting life and we're saying no, 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 we're making it worse. That is the tricky part about it. Um we need to be able to shift ourselves and just feel better. And I've had heaps and heaps of things that were super, super challenging. And I had to shift myself and I had to move myself um, 
off the frequency that I was on. And, you know, even to a point like there was one where my daughter was very unwell and I just had so many scary thoughts that took me right down into depression really fast. Um, and when I hit there, I knew where I was. Um, and so I started to, you know, try and think better thoughts to get myself up and off that frequency. And I knew when I was on it too, I knew, oh, I'm here for a reason because this is going, there's something in here that's going to help people. And so I tried using thoughts. And what I found when I was there is our thoughts are really weak. Okay. They don't have the same kind of power. And that's like a self-protective mechanism because we don't have good thoughts when we're down that low. Um, and so what I did was I just loved that depression and I really put my arms around it and loved it. And that was hard to, to, hard to do because when I went to do it, it would intensify just for like a second, just a second, but enough for you to go, um, but it dissolved. It wow. absolutely dissolved. And then there I was like full of light, no dark cloud. And after a couple of hours, it came back a little bit, but nothing like it was. I just did the same thing, dissolved again. And so in a couple of days, it was totally gone. Wow. Totally. Yeah. And so I think, you know, that taught me another way to deal with really difficult situations. And if we just understand that resisting will make it worse and saying no and why did this happen and resisting, resisting and fighting and all of those kinds of things will make it worse and love will completely dissolve it. So, and gratitude, of course, is, you know, really um, a form a form of love. So love, gratitude, appreciation. I mean, I used to do all of these things where I do these love rampages and I would just start off by, oh, I love it when the sky's blue like this. I love it when the mornings are fresh. I absolutely love California. I love all the palm trees in California. And I would just go on, on, on. And after like 17 seconds, law of attraction kicks in and gives you way more thoughts. And I would just do this rampage and then I would feel incredible, like for, for a few minutes and then I would feel amazing. So I came up with so many tricks um, of things to do to get myself out of a funk because I knew that when I could do that, my life would change. And I had heaps of fearful events and all kinds of things that I went through. But I was just determined that I wouldn't sink with the ship mm. and that I would just lift myself up because all we have to do is change here and everything out there will change. Yeah. Like if we had to change the world, how hard would that be? You know, try and change the world. Yeah. <laughs> go, fighting the, go fighting the world. All we're going to do is change here. Like it's so simple, really. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's you. You say that um, on the frequency of joy is brought everything you ever want. I quoted you on that on a little Instagram story I wrote. I posted this morning, and you know, you talk about if 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 you're in joy, you manifest quickly. Mm 
I'd love for you to talk a little bit about timing. Cause I know people are like, I've been doing the, the thing and I'm not, and nothing's working. Like, is there ever a time where you're desiring something and you're, and you're feeling as if, and you're doing what you mm -hmm. think is right. Is there ever a time where you're like, oh, maybe it's just not meant for me and you change course? Or is it more, you think a factor of deep down, we don't believe we're worthy of receiving? Yeah, I think that's mostly it. Okay. I think that's mostly it for people that are visualizing. And I mean, if they believe they have, if you believe it will manifest, as simple as that. You believe it'll manifest. You can't stop it. So, you know, so it, it is going to manifest. So if it hasn't manifested, then it's not, you know, there's not the full belief. And we could feel maybe like we are believing, but there could be another belief from our childhood or from earlier in our life that is one where I don't deserve it. Because all of those things, you've got to work hard and struggle, you know, nothing comes for free, like all of those kinds of things, which are so not true. Yeah. <laughs> Everything good comes for free. Um, so you have all of those things that have been, right, fed into us and take up their position in the subconscious mind. So the thing about manifesting is the more you visualize and the more you feel that you have it, the more that you're going to push that unworthy belief down lower and your belief will rise above it and it will manifest. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. And then just because you're, you are so kind of in practice and enlightened and aware and remember much more regularly than most of us, you know, how do you explain, what is your view of, you know, can everybody, if everybody woke, uh, you know, woke up to your knowing um, is, is the end goal of life like utopian where everybody's just manifesting or is there always going to be this balance of negative frequency and negative manifesting that puts the pressure on us to grow in you know what I'm saying like is yeah. you know what I mean like because people are like why would why question. would God why would God allow wars why would God allow suffering and to a point like the suffering and the challenges make us who we are. But is there some balance that always has to be in existence on earth of light and dark? Well, we are in a duality, right? That's, you know, there's up and there's down. And there's, so we we're, we have the appearance of two of everything with, you know, um, you know, good and bad and positive and negative. And so, so we are in a duality and we do have that experience. So that's why you see all of all of these things um, happening around the world. And I guess it's just our, you know, humanity's journey. But in the end, yes, it's utopia for every single being. Not one is excluded. And, um, and it is knowing that you're completely free knowing the the divinity that you really are mm. um and you that you are 100% joy love clarity freedom all of those things beauty like every single one of us innocence is what we are beauty freedom joy and uh and so we don't experience that here but 
for some darn reason, we wanted to have this experience. <laughs> we wanted to experience what it was like to get hurt or feel sad because we're, we're all the time in joy. And, uh, and so we're, we're having this experience. But, you know, I, for me, um, from my journey, uh, there is... According to the teachings, no one hurt or harmed, mm. right? So no one dies and no one hurt or harmed. And sure, I can think of heaps of experiences that I've had where I've felt hurt or, but ultimately is what the teachings say. Ultimately, no one is hurt or harmed because it's really just like a dream. Mm. And in, in a dream, we're not hurt or harmed, right? It feels like we are, but... Uh, so, so yes, at the end, you know, at the end, but it's probably a long way away. Mm. You know, it's, it's probably some years away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably some years away, but I want people to know that they can have heaven on earth now. They can, you know, and this is what I think is so incredible about this time now uh, because in our history, they're just you know, a very small amount of human beings that found that heaven on earth. And now there are a lot more. And and the way to begin is to control the mind. That's the first step. I, I truly, but that was my first step. And I, I am convinced it was so easy. I, I, I felt it was so easy to, to do. Um, you know, put on a piece of music, do anything to feel better, right? Mm -hmm. Just do anything to feel better. Know it's the most important thing and just do anything you can to feel better. And I'm not saying deny anything that's happening because that's no good either, you know, to deny anything that's happening. But when you feel, you know what it's like if you if you, if you you have a problem and you go to bed and, <clears throat> and <clears throat> you can't sleep and... Um, you can't sleep and you toss and turn and whatever. And then you get to sleep and you wake up in the morning and doesn't even seem nearly as bad. Yeah. You know, as it did the night before. And it just shows you the different perspective that we can have from a few hours. Yes. You no. Know, and so you can go through life and things will happen, but they just don't affect you in the same way. Like the way that those things affected you, like a phone call affected you and sort of threw you off and, mm -hmm. um, to go through life where nothing affects you like that, you know, you're just not affected. It's just uh, doesn't, doesn't, no emotions come up, nothing bothers you anymore. And really the way to do that is to, first of all, train the mind to have control of the mind. You have then control of the world. Yeah. When you have, when you do that. And then you can move on to the next stage after that, which is not resisting any of, resisting any emotions or any um anything that appears that you think is is negative and not resisting it you mm -hmm. know and being uh, okay with it because i think it was byron katie who said if you fight if you fight life you will lose every mm. single time <laughs> totally and you know what we're always trying to fight things that have already happened <laughs> right yeah Right, it's like already happened, but you. But if you have control of your mind, you can take something that's already happened, and you can totally turn it around. 
you know, on a mental level, you can totally turn it around. Yeah. You know, you start to, you've got to think about what you want. What do I want? What do I want? What do I want? And the mind's going, I don't want this. I don't want this. And you have to be, I want. And think about what you want. And think about what you want. Think about what you want. Yeah. And know that, you know, there's, I think we, we don't realize how much we limit ourselves, you know? Yeah. And, and so, you know, acting as if, can you tell a story, one of your favorite stories of, of where there was just no way, whether it's for you or, you know, your millions of followers who have shared stories with you, um, where there was just no way that this, they could get what they wanted, but they acted as if, and they, you know, and then right. it appeared. So just, cause I really think we get trapped in the, you know, people are like, well, I, I get this much of my paycheck. There's no way I can afford this. They're limiting the universe the showing opportunities that that just weren't even in their consciousness. So how do we keep those limits off of us and just not focus on the how and just focus on what we want? Right. So one of the things is, because there's kind of a world belief that money only comes to me through my salary and my work, right? Most, most people believe that. That's what they believe. And so if you think about that, that is stopping the universe from giving them unexpected money from everywhere, from everywhere. And so the very first thing to do is to do an affirmation that overrides that belief that the world gave us and to say money comes to me from everywhere, from all unexpected ways. And to really say it until you start to see that money coming in. Mm -hmm. right. And so that's just a... a really like simple example but there I remember there was this woman who wanted to buy a horse and she couldn't afford a horse there was absolutely no way she could afford a horse and so what she did was she went and got a bridle I think it was a bridle I'm not a horsey person so <laughs> but <it> was, <laughs> even though I absolutely love horses and yeah. my daughter rides them but um so she she bought something really simple and she put it on her kitchen table and so she was saying to the universe, I have the bridle and there's an absence of the horse because I am convinced that the universe abhors, abhors a vacuum. I'm convinced. <laughs> I've proved it time and time again. Okay. Right? It abhors a vacuum. So you've got to create the vacuum. And so she did, that's exactly what she did. She got that and she put it on her kitchen table and she looked at it every day as though that belonged to the horse that she had. And she got a horse for nothing. And the way she got it was through this person, this person, this event, that event, that, like this whole string of, of things. And she got this most incredible horse, you know, and it just, that's the way it works. Like, and she, all she did was was to do that, you know, was to ha have a bridle. So I remember this other wonderful, wonderful, wonderful story of this woman who was walking, she was going to a meeting and I think she was in the UK and she walked past a bridal store. She wanted to meet her perfect partner, right? And she went on all the dating things and she couldn't meet anybody. Anyway, she walked past a bridal store and for some reason, she has no idea why, she went into that bridal store and tried on a bridal dress. She didn't have a partner, nothing. She bought it. She bought the dress. Okay. She walked out the door and she actually physically ran in to a guy. Oh my physically God. Ran into a guy. 
and ended up by going to a meeting, having coffee with this guy who she ended up by marrying. Wow. She created a vacuum. Yeah. Right? She yeah. really did. Yeah. That's so, and so, yeah, there, there are lots of, you know, amazing, amazing stories like that. And people like I remember um, the Spank lady, got no name. She's so great too. Uh, she asked the universe for a billion dollar idea. Wow. Yep. Spanks came. Yep. Wow. <laughs> and came and she had her scissors and cut out all the th things and she that's what she got, a billion dollar idea. You can ask for anything. Wow. You know, absolutely. Sarah Blakely, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sarah> <laughs> were they yeah. holding up a sign? Yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, I love those examples and it's just such, you know, to create a vacuum, so many people are going to walk away from this going, what vacuum can I create? It's And what, how can I act as if, which is so, so cool. Getting good sleep is everything for me these days. When trying to juggle consciously raising a four-year-old, running my own business and finding time for health and fun, if I don't get good sleep, I struggle with impatience, brain fog, and overwhelm. That's why I'm so grateful to have found Ned's Mellow Magnesium. Not only does it have the magnesium that most of us are deficient in, Mellow is a powerful daily super blend that contains three forms of chelated magnesium, GABA, L-theanine, amino acids, and over 70 trace minerals. I've never had trouble falling asleep. It's staying asleep that's my issue. If I have a lot going on, I wake up at 2 a.m., my mind starts racing, and then I'm up staring at the ceiling, unable to fall back asleep. I'm sure some of you can relate. Since I've started taking Ned's Mellow Magnesium before bed, I've been sleeping deeply and peacefully through the night. And I'm not alone. Ned's products have over 5,000 five-star reviews. Become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with code Kelly. Go to helloned.com kelly or enter code Kelly at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O ned.com slash k-e-l-l-y to get 15% off. I don't know about you, but with all the flu, RSV, COVID, and other fun stuff making the rounds this winter, I am doing everything I can to keep my immunity strong and resilient. That's why I'm loving Armra. Armra Colostrum is an incredible new bioactive whole food that I am obsessed with. Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and contains all the essential nutrients we need in order to thrive. Armra Colostrum strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism, fortifies gut health, activates hair growth and skin radiance, and powers fitness performance and recovery. Literally everything I care about. And as I learn more and more about the importance of our gut microbiome, I love that Armour really activates a healthy oral microbiome too. That's why I just pour the scoop or single serving packet right into my mouth and let it dissolve and do its thing. My immunity is strong, my skin is clear and glowing, and the recovery after tennis has really improved since taking Armour regularly. We've worked out a special offer for my audience. Receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash heal or enter heal to get 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y com slash H-E-A-L. For parents listening, you know, and you mentioned on it before with your daughter, like say, God forbid you, your child is going through leukemia or something, something devastating that you feel powerless over and you, or your son is struggling with drug addiction and you want to change it for them. Like how, what is the advice that you give parents when their child, when they feel helpless in helping their child, mm. how, can we manifest for someone else? You know, what's wow, the best way? It's a really interesting question, that question, because, uh, um, each of us is an individual creator. So 
by rights no one can create in our life. However, um, if somebody is sick and if a child is sick and they really want to be well, then if you add your power to that, then you, you're really adding a lot of energy, you see. So if you see them well and, you, for example, see their, if they're six years old, see their 10th birthday, see their 21st birthday, close your eyes, see it, see everyone there, see them well. If that child wants that too, and we automatically think they would, but we don't know we're not inside them, you know. So, but if they wanted to, then you're adding really great energy and it makes a huge huge difference mm. um what was your other question with that so yeah, it was just an example of like yeah of, of a child that that's in an abusive relationship or or in you know a, addicted to drugs and you you just don't yes. know how to pull them out of that yes yes and so with drug addiction is a real tricky one because um it's obvious everything that occurs to us is part of our journey right that was the, the journey that we, we were going to have and if that person, and we already know this, don't we, come to think of it, that the ones that uh, kick drug addiction or alcoholism are the ones that just decided they'd had enough. And it's all about that person has to really want it and then they will be able to be free of it. Um, and so it's just occurred to me how that that is so important that they really, really want it. And I've had a lot to do in that area and um, of drug addiction. And, and I know I've, you know, been to lots of, I don't suffer from any drug addiction, but I've been to lots of, you know, meetings. And one of the things that I realise with the people that speak at meetings, whether it's AA or whether it's, uh, you know, drug addiction, is those ones that stand up and speak and tell their story are very conscious you know, and I know part of those those organisations is a spiritual journey and it's a must. It, mm -hmm. it, it's a must and I think that's absolutely fantastic that it is. Uh, and so they, I think they're incredibly inspiring and I've looked around at the people that are there and, you know, some make it and some don't. And if you have somebody that absolutely just isn't going to stop, won't stop, Stop. What can any parent do? You know. Um, so, still, I would still see them as free. That's what if you know. I was. I would still see them as free, and um, free of that and in joy. And one of the things that we can we can tend to think is as a parent. We have this idea of this life that we want our children to live, right? We want them to be happy and this and that and have a family and everything. But sometimes that's just not going to be the case, mm -hmm. you know, and we think that is the best ever life that they can have. And then they might be having a life that's just our worst nightmare. But that doesn't mean that that life is not the most important life they can be living. Mm you know, for their journey, the most important life they can be living. Mm -hmm. Because if they're living it, then it's, it is the most important life they can be living. And um, so I just offer that thought as well, uh, that 
Um, we have such a tiny perspective from here, do we not? You know, we're like it's like we're looking through a keyhole. You know, we 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 can't see all the bigger picture mm -hmm. of, you know, that no no one dies and ultimately no one's hurt or harmed or, you know, and that we're, that we're eternal and we can't see that bigger picture. We're like looking at this tiny tiny little little thing and maybe if we could see the bigger picture we would see that every experience that every one of us has is is oh gold mm. and essential for the growth of that being and um and beautiful because it's taking them to the next step yeah Oof. That's, uh -huh. it, it's just, it, it is, it's that belief that we are all, I've said this so many times, people might be sick of it now, but it's just like, we're little fractals of the divine. We're here experiencing uh -huh. different aspects as humans, you know, physical beings having, a, or spiritual beings having a physical experience. And so as you're speaking, it's just really about like surrendering and like giving up resistance and, and stop, you know, shooting, it should be this way. It should be that way. This, it should, it needs to be this way for me to be happy and just really yeah. surrendering and accepting that things are unfolding really perfectly and for what everybody needs. And so to, and to realize as you're, as you're speaking about, it's just all really about controlling the mind. Our mind is designed and hardwired, you know, to, look for threats and danger and survival and and you're just giving us the reins rather than just letting it go loose into negative manifestation which is you know yeah. focusing on the worst case scenario or spiraling in fear and focusing on what we don't want it's literally equal and opposite just as powerful but nobody's ever been taught to do it and just mm -hmm. taking the reins of your mind and training it every day with manifestation cards with gratitude work with all these tricks and tools to get into joy and just feeling better because it is the mind it's your thoughts and your emotions and and really just learning how to harness the power of the mind rather than if we leave it to our own devices which most of us do you know, we're just going to be complaining, victim, powerless, and at the mercy and resisting all the shit that life throws at us. Yeah. And that's and heaven or hell. Yes, yes. And it's not the outside circumstances. You know, it, we, th we think it is. We're so sure it is. Mm -hmm. But all of our suffering comes from the mind. It's all of it. All of it. And so, like, I remember this really wonderful teacher, like, in his 80s, and he said... Um, he said these wonderful words that I was just like, oh, uh, he said, what's the problem if we don't think about it? And, you know, like if you don't think about it, suddenly there's everything is just here as it is. And then if you think about it, then there's, <laughs> then there's the problem, right? Yeah. And so people would say, oh, but it's not going away. Well, there's the thought. <laughs> and the thing and the thing is is that when we give up our resistance and and we actually do kind of relax and surrender everything changes mm -hmm. that's the amazing thing about it all 
Yeah. And it's, it's like you, yeah, like you said with the sleeping earlier, you, you stop the momentum. Yeah. And do something differently or stop focusing on it, stop obsessing and go just do something that's going to change your state of feeling, change your thoughts. And then all of a sudden the aperture opens and new solutions to the problem come into your awareness because you're not yeah. cutting off by grasping or obsessing. Yes. And, you know, it was the very reason that we did the cards actually was to try and keep everybody on track because it's, you know, in this busy life, it's nothing to pull a card in the morning, you know, if you have, and then you read it. Well, it is impossible for your frequency, if you read a card, for your frequency to be the same after you've read it mm -hmm. as it was before. You know, there was, there's something changed in you just from reading that card. And, and then it, how how deeply are you hearing the words you know will also affect the degree of change and so I was I've always been really big about gratitude in the morning because that changes your frequency and the day that you then step into and live is a completely different day from the one you were going to live without the gratitude right and so is the same for me with the cards if you take a card and you read that card and now your day is different you know depending on the degree that you hear those words that are just the truth and tell and to keep you on track so that you have a really really great day and keep training that mind which is just a program that's all it is it's just a program and training it to be positive I know because that is what I experienced. That is what I did. I mean, I trained the mind to be positive. And uh, and when you do that, you can't really, like law of attraction doesn't let you see the nasty things. Like you'd be walking down the street and, and, and you just turn the corner and then there's a brawl that happened on that street. But you could not possibly be in that vicinity of that brawl because you are not a match to it. You are not a frequency match to it, you know, at all. Like if somebody, and it rarely, rarely ever happens to me, and I can't remember the last time it did, but if I'm driving a car and someone toots at me, <laughs> wow, I'm so grateful to them. I'm so grateful because, and this is, I would use all of the outside world to tell me I need to lift my frequency. And that too is telling me lift your frequency because if you feel good, you are not tooted. That is, <laughs> that's not. It's not on that frequency. It's not on that frequency, right? It just isn't. And so I would use everything like an ambulance, you know, or a fire engine, or police car, or or if somebody yelled something out somewhere that was kind of aggressive or something like that, if I went into a store and if the person wasn't absolutely gorgeous and you wanted to be their best friend, if they weren't like that, if they were kind of snooty and rude, I would be like, oh, you've got to change your frequency. And I would start to do steps of gratitude. And yeah, because you can't possibly connect with anyone like that. Wow. Unless your frequency is dropped. I yep. love that so much. Um, <laughs> if you are not feeling good, you won't possibly be tooted. <laughs> That's right. That's the best quote. Um, yes. So the funny thing is I had the, the secret deck. I only have 12 cards here. It's a 65 card deck. It's at, it, This is like 
What a great gift to people. Um, my husband was listening to, to you uh, as I was preparing for this interview. And he's just like, this is how I live. This is how I think. He got so excited. Oh, and he's so like, so cool. I'm going to take your deck and you're going to get a new one. <laughs> and then these these are the cards that I have right now. But um, it's it's so great because even him, you know, he's just like, this is how I'm naturally wired. And this is how I've attained so much success, but I've never been able to articulate it. So he's uh, just obsessed with the cards was... because, you know, and he picked 12 that he that were really resonating right now. And he's just like focusing on them and writing about them. So I think for anybody, it's a, it sets the tone for your day. It's the exact, you know, and as you said, your frequency, it's the exact, you're going to draw the exact message that you need and you're consciously taking the reins of your life. And then you're That's using right. the feedback from the outside world. So if you do get in, if you do see an email, that's just like jarring or someone's tooting at you, their horn, um, you check yourself rather than blame the outside world, you check yourself and go, Oh, I need to do some frequency hygiene here. And yeah, that's right. no, the world is so good to be able to keep you on track. It's really, really good. And I used it all of the time. Yeah. All so of the time. Everybody so. needs to, to get this manifestation deck. We'll have the link. Um, and then the, just the last story I want to share with you, because I was so honored that I was kind of, so beyond words did the the heal DVD. And like I said, you know, your, your oh, film wow. changed my life. Oh. And then I learned of course that you, you did the film. And then I think beyond words was like, you should write the book. That's right. <laughs> so when heal, when heal came out, you know, very quickly after it was number one documentary on iTunes and um, was doing really well. And, and so Richard was like, you know, and Michelle were like, we, you, we, we see this on the trajectory of the secret, which I was like, I've arrived. Like, yeah. just not correlation. I'm so honored, like, you know? Um, and so they're yeah. like, you should start writing the book. And they're like, you know, Rhonda did it in six weeks or two weeks or whatever it was. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can do it. If Rhonda can do it. Well, cut to did not happen like nine oh, no. months later. And <laughs> I had a baby and I had no creative oh. juice. And, but um, I just think that's a funny story because, you know, this book took, and then of course I was like, I'm going to sell 34 million copies. I think we've sold like 20,000 or something, but uh, I have no idea how many we sold, but it's not near what, what you guys have, or what you've accomplished. Um, but I just want to share that because again, it's, it has to do with belief, you know, like I know, you know, just really, really just, I just, yeah. you know, you and I have the same mission of just, you know, yeah. learning what has worked for us and then sharing it with the world so, to empower yes. other people. And really we are yeah. so limited by our own beliefs of A, what's possible and B, what we're worthy of receiving. So I just want to, yeah. whatever you have to share, leave with our audience. I mean, that is true. And, it, you know, it brings us back to what you were talking about conviction and with the sacred and the and with the sacred book, the conviction that I had was incredible, you know, and I would love to bottle, be able to bottle that. And I, I just, with the, with the level of conviction I had, I absolutely know that that was what I was meant to do in this lifetime. I just know that was, if I looked at my life, I was totally on track for that. I was prepared for it all the steps along the way um, with everything that had unfolded in my life. And that conviction, oh, 
oh, it's just the best thing ever to have that conviction. And I don't have it for everything. Like I want to have it for everything, but I don't have it for everything. Um, but that's okay. You know, believing will get you there. And, and then knowing, well, that's instant manifestation anyway, is knowing. So, but in terms of deservability, because I just think that is one of the biggest things. And I know what I had to do to undo the beliefs that had that I had inherited just from, you know, school and relatives and um growing up I had I had a lot of beliefs like like all of us and they I had to let them go for the sacred to do what it needed to do I knew that very well I knew that I couldn't have any of those so I had a very very strong um reason to drop all of those beliefs and override all of those beliefs because I wanted the sacred to reach so many people and so the deservability, oh, my gosh, I wish I could give that to people. I wish I could, you know, people, you know, if you listen to the mind, if you listen to what the mind, don't listen. Don't listen to a single thing that the mind says unless it's saying glorious things about you. Because if it's saying anything but glorious things about you, that's all lies. Mm. It's lies. Every. Every single being is special, just beyond words. And I think it just takes the most enormous courage for all of us to come in, into this duality and experience all of these things the way that we do and the challenges and the suffering and the hardships. And um, But everybody deserves absolutely everything that they want to have or do an experience in life they deserve it all and if you only do one thing say that to yourself every single day mm -hmm. over and over until you see your entire life change oh my goodness thank you so much guys if you haven't already ordered the secret book and all the subsequent books we've got the secret the power the magic hero um, there's so many, so many wonderful just gifts that you offer the world. Definitely this manifestation deck I'm getting and going to devote every day in, in 2024 and just watch my life get better and better. I just, I yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get that little mind working for you yeah. because it is an amazing tool, right? It's the thing about the mind. It's only creative. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just creative. But if we talk about what we don't want, it's creative. Mm -hmm. We talk about what we want, it's creative. That's it. So, it is yeah. the biggest secret. It's we have the power to we use do. the mind consciously and positively and to create the life we desire. We Absolutely. And, and you are giving us the tools. So thank you so much. I am beyond grateful thank that I was able you. to connect with you. And oh, I loved it, Kelly. Thank you so much. Yeah, you've, you've really enriched my life and empowered me and given me these tools. Oh. And I, I can't wait to recommit um, to this daily moment by moment practice because it really is oh. everything. So thank okay. you. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to The Heal Podcast. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for more empowering wisdom and inspiring healing stories. And make sure you hit the follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss that one episode that holds the answer you've been searching for. And please rate and review us so that we can grow and reach more people. Thanks so much and be well. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.